Welcome back to Moms in Baseball. This is Stephanie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to one of our bonus episodes about reviewing our baseball tournaments. If you have any corrections, please send them to us. We will keep the show notes updated. So please make sure to check those out too. The easiest place to see the show notes is on our website, momsandbaseball.com. Today's tournament that we are reviewing is the King of the Ring. This happened June 4th through the 6th. This one was open to low AA and high AA teams. They did have a silver division as well as the gold division, which is what we played in. So this tournament is the King of the Ring. It was hosted by the GFABSA. It's the Greater Flint Area Baseball Softball Association, I believe. We played in the 13U Gold Division, which had 18 teams, and then the Silver Division had also 14 teams. The tournament location was at Bicentennial Park in Grand Blank. Now, um, I will just say in advance, we did have another majors local tournament that we were going to attend, but it was canceled. And so as our families had already planned to stay local, we just kind of scrambled to find another tournament at the same time. So Diana, why don't you review some of the fields and facilities? Yeah, Bicentennial Park in Grand Blank. It's, it's a nice park. It's a nice setting. I do like it there. There are two, I want to say two sets of fields, and they are right next to each other. So the the first, I guess, set of fields that we played at, there's four fields, and it's kind of different. It's not set up in your traditional quad format where you have four fields with space in between and like concessions or restrooms in the center. It's not like that. It's a lot smaller. There's like a central path down the middle. And then two fields on each side. And the two fields each share a fence with their neighbor field. So like at the first field we played at, the right field fence was the left field fence Mm -hmm. for the field right next to it. And same thing on the other side. So as you can imagine, there's only seating on one side of the field. There's only one set of bleachers. So it's it's snug. You do get mixed in with the fans from the other team, which is no big deal. It's just different. I've never, I don't think we've ever played anywhere else no. like that. So, you know, you do have foul balls coming at you, as you can imagine, like crazy. However, they do have a netting right behind home plate. So there's not room for many people to sit there at all. But if you did manage to sit right behind home plate, there is some protective netting up above you to protect from foul balls, which was nice. The dugouts were open. Uh, they were kind of like at a weird, funny angle. And I did grab a picture of that setup because I wanted to make sure I could share that. It's hard to describe. <laughs> it was just different. It was very different than what we've ever seen. So Yeah. Yep. And the field that we played on over there, again, it was a nice setting. The whole area back behind center field was just all trees. There was a nice little wooded area there. And there was a hill in the outfield, which was interesting. So the fence, you know, it wasn't all flat. Like before you got to the center field fence, the kids kind of had to run up a little hill. So that was different. Um, These were softball fields. So they were all just dirt in fields. There were no mounds, once again, which is one of our pet peeves. They did a nice job raking out the fields at the either at the end of the day or first thing in the morning. So when we started our first game of the day, the fields were like beautifully raked. However, I didn't notice them raking or chalking in between games. Um, at least in, for sure they did not for championship game. I actually went back and watched yeah. the video just to make sure. And the, there's no chalk. No. <laughs> there's no chalk on the field for championship game. And it was just kind of a dusty it was a dusty mess. Oh, and most of them had like a nicer, I know it does, this is kind of weird to even talk about, but they had like a nicer, darker, heavier, like almost clay type dirt. 
except for the field that was on the other side. So I mentioned there were kind of two sets of fields, but we played our pool games on the one side with the fields I just described. And then there was a nice big grassy area. There were some concession and restroom buildings we'll talk about in a second that I didn't find until the (laughs) second day. And then over there, there are some more fields. And that's where we played all our bracket games on Sunday. And the one field that we played all our bracket games on, it was just very, very dusty. It reminded me of the Canton Mm -hmm. fields. That was the second set of fields. And I would say they were less nice than even the first set of fields. So it was interesting that that's where we did our brackets, Mm -hmm. I guess. These were smaller fields. Stephanie, do you remember the distance by chance? Because I feel like these fences were actually reachable, which our kids did appreciate. I don't remember. Like, I remember the fence didn't go all the way to the back. Like, it was an open area. Like, the fence did not complete, like, an infield. Like, there was an open area section. Oh, at, yeah. the, second, at the second set of fields yes. we played at? Yeah, that's true. There was there was a fence that went down just a portion of the right field and then a portion of the left field line. And then it was open from, like, the second half of yes. the infield all the way back to the outfield. But the outfield did yes, have a fence. I'm not sure what the, the distance was. I mean, uh, yeah. at least 250, I would say. I don't know. Is that what it looked like? Yeah. Anyway, we don't play at too many fields where more than just like maybe Keegan can reach the fence. But at this tournament, the kid, <laughs> a lot of the kids could have the ability to mm-hmm. reach the fence. So that, that was nice yeah. for them. That's always fun. Absolutely. In the fields on the other side, similar issue where, you know, dugouts were small. There were more areas for parents to sit over there, and they did have two sets of bleachers, so that was nice. But, I mean, overall, it's a nice park setting, but this is not somewhere you're going to go for nice fields. Like, it's just, it's pretty standard, so we rated them two out of Mm -hmm. five. Absolutely. So the tournament management, um, they use the exposure app. There was a three-game guarantee, pretty standard. I think everything went as planned, no problem. So we gave them a rating of four and a half out of five. Right. And Stephanie and I always like the tournaments where, you know, you kind of move on to brackets no matter what. They did move quite a few teams on to bracket play. I felt like this was a healthy setup the way that they ran this. A healthy number of teams did move on to bracket mm-hmm. play. The next category are fees. So that would be our tournament, parking, gates, day to play, anything like that. Um, The tournament fee was $525. It was pretty decent. There was no gate fee, no entry fee, no state of play because we were pretty much a local team. So that was nice. I mean, I did appreciate that. No extra fees because, you know, I was spending my money at the concession stand. (laughs) Right. So we gave it a rating of a five out of five. Yep. So just about as good as you're Absolutely. going to get. So restrooms, <laughs> that's one of our favorite things to talk about. It, and this was kind of strange because they were mixed. So the first day I was there, I thought that they only had porta johns because that's all I saw at the first set of fields. And then there was like a pavilion area that had restrooms that I was aware of, but they were renting that out for an event. So you couldn't use those restrooms. Um, so I thought everyone had to use the porta johns and, and the porta johns were fine. As far as I could tell, they had tissue. They weren't like ridiculously gross. And then the next day I found out that they did have flush restrooms at this second set of fields that really isn't too far from the first set of fields, but you wouldn't necessarily want to run there in the middle of the game. It was, it was a bit yes. of a walk. In the the actual like flush restrooms in a building, they were yep. fine. Yeah, pretty right? standard. I mean, there was a sink, running water, flush toilets. Yep. It was fine. So overall, because of the combination of the two, the porta johns and the and the building, we ranked the restrooms at three and a half out of five. Yep. Umpires, 
were pretty standard. We're recording this a few weeks later, and Stephanie and I just really can't remember any major issues with the umpires, positive or negative, which means they really probably weren't too bad because I feel like we would remember if if they were major issues. You know we would, too. Yeah. (laughs) You in particular, you're good at remembering the umpires. (laughs) The one thing I do remember is they generally did have two umpires. There was one game in particular where they only had one. I remember our coach saying to the umpire, like, hey, are you on your own today? And he said, no, no, somebody else is coming. It was Sunday morning. And while the other person never ended up coming. So there was one game that only had one ump. The rest did have two umps. So overall, they Mm -hmm. were fine. So we gave them two out of three. Absolutely. The next category is concessions. So yeah, like Diana said, it was kind of further off towards the bathroom. So we didn't even know about concessions the first day. And then they also had um, a Kona ice truck out, which was nice because this was a super hot and humid weekend for us. So those mm-hmm. uh, those icicle pops, the icy pops and any of the, the Kona ice drinks were much appreciated. Um, so the concession stand, gosh, I don't even remember. Like, I think it was just like basic stuff. It was. I got a picture. Oh, of good. Okay. That was the, one of the only things I actually did and thought ahead You're so of. smart about that. I just pay my money. Like, I, I don't <laughs> even remember. Well, I mean, we also had a cooler, too, so that was nice. And we were local, so we yes. could bring our stuff in every day. So that wasn't a big deal. But, yeah, water soda was $2. Hot dogs and nachos were $3. That's pretty standard. That's not that bad. And then, yeah, the ice pops, which I thought were great. They were, like, those large, huge ones were a dollar. So, like, the boys enjoyed that in between games because I think we played didn't we play three or four games on that Sunday we did it was hot and so yeah they did have that Kona ice truck which was nice but I don't know those things are are expensive expensive. and so that one dollar icy pops at concessions was a deal absolutely so we gave the rating a one and a half out of two because we were we were happy it was good nope they were fine it just took an entire day to find them (laughs) yeah yes There was a sign saying concessions are open and I was like, where? Yeah. You know, and I which I drove around to a few pavilions and I just couldn't find our things. Yeah, and there were other fields that had like pavilions were like covering this huge area. So like many of the fans were like in shade on these fields way, way over that we never got a chance to play at. And I was like, dang it, if we could only have more shade. But yeah, so whatever. Yeah, those must have been the it smaller been. fields because I think they also had like nine U and eleven U going okay. at this tournament something like that that. makes sense they were like odd age divisions that makes sense okay so the last thing that we rate is basically just a miscellaneous catch-all categories this is everything else that we look at that isn't included in the other categories so like i said it is a nice park setting even though the fields aren't the best you could bring your coolers in like stephanie already mentioned you could bring your dogs in fact i've never seen so many dogs at a tournament i don't think i think just because it was a local tournament so so many Mm -hmm. people were able to bring their dogs so that was fun Um, and it was a ring tournament and i was trying to decide why this tournament had (laughs) so many teams like how did you get eight i have to do math now 18 plus 14 30 yeah so they got 32 13 new teams to come to this division and i was like how is this such a big tournament? You know, we've never gone there in the past. I'd never heard Mm -hmm. of it, but I'm wondering if it was just, if the ring thing was a big part of it because it was a local tournament that had rings as trophies. I don't know. And it has the ring in the name. So, you know, it's a ring tournament. King of the ring. But anyway, I mean, that, that was a bonus, um, for our own like selfish purposes, it would have been nice to have a few more like major type level teams in the gold division. I think we were the only major team in the Mm -hmm. tournament. 
so they were allowed. There were some very high-level AA teams, and in Michigan, you know, we only have 12 major-level teams. There's one AAA team in the state, so the vast majority of teams are right. AA. Um, so it's not a huge surprise that there weren't that there weren't more teams there, and I don't think that was the intent of this right. tournament. We gave that miscellaneous-wise a rating of two and a half out of five. Yep. So the total of the tournament points gets us to 21 out of 30, which is a double. So again, it was a good local tournament. How did we do in the tournament? We went 5-0 and in, God, was that pool play and bracket? Then yeah. Yep. And then we won the tournament, which should be because we were the only major level team in the tournament. No pressure. That's all we've got for the King of the Ring tournament. As always, if you are associated with this tournament and you know that we got something incorrect or if we've got changes we need to make, please feel free to let us know. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as Moms and Baseball. You can send us an email at momsandbaseball at gmail.com, and we will make sure to keep our show notes updated. So when you're listening to this episode, please make sure to check the show notes, and if you don't see them on your podcast player, you can always check our website, momsandbaseball.com. And Moms of Baseball is going to be taking a break for the holiday weekend. So there will be no episode coming out on Friday, July 9th. We hope to be back by Friday, July 16th. But I will say that we are going to be out of town traveling for, you guessed it, baseball for a couple of weeks as well. So just kind of hang in there with us. We plan on wrapping up our tournament reviews for the season. We do have several big tournaments coming up, like the Ballparks of America in Branson and Cal Ripken Experience in Myrtle Beach, just to name a couple. So you can look forward to those, but if we're gone for a week or two, don't panic. We're just busy traveling, and we'll be back as soon as we can. Until next time. Have fun at the fields. We'll see you next week.